This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Blue wouldn't pass it as hot as he's been. Down three. Steph Long. Kaminga! It's the Kaminga Air Show. That's Steph Curry. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Courtesy of the call goes to NBC Sports Bay Area. Jonathan Kaminga, another fantastic game. So, honestly, it sounds like a name, like a Seinfeld name that Elaine would say in a really funny way. Kaminga. Uh, he was awesome last night. Not enough, for, though, for the Golden State Warriors who fall to Sacramento. 134-133, crazy game. Harrison Barnes goes off against his former team. Steph Curry turns the ball over at the very end with a chance to win, doesn't call timeout. Kings escape with the victory, but uh, Kaminga in the six-man market, we talked about him a little bit yesterday, Ken. Uh, goes from 125-1 to one to 50-1. to one. So still, like, unlikely to win, but uh, great game last night for Kaminga. Uh, you had said going to break that you wanted to discuss the young player for Golden State a little bit here. What do you have for us here on Kaminga? I, uh, I spent a lot of time thinking about this this morning. I mean, I whatever. For me, that's like 20 minutes because usually I have like terrible attention span on stuff and I want to think about 10 things. But I thought about him a good amount this morning just because like I, I watched the game. Uh, I watched the first three quarters before I went to bed and I watched the fourth quarter this morning because it was like one of the more interesting games to me on the on the slate. And the other games were so brutal. Um, it's almost like a palate cleanser. And you're you're struck. First of all, like just not a betting conversation. When you watch him play, you are struck by that he, like, might be a guy. Like, when you watch him play, especially now, and you see Warriors fans and a lot of the media tweeting this stuff, too, like, looks like a switch is flipped, he's turned the corner, or whatever cliche you want to use for him improving his play. Again, he's a third-year player, and we frequently see, like, third-year players make big leaps and, and play a lot better. And it you watch it, and it it does look like it. Like, it's not – the numbers aren't a, a fluke. Like you're, it's not like this guy isn't a you know a potential star player a couple of years from now. That's the that's the ceiling. So it, I mean, it's possible they really hit on this player, like which would be extremely helpful for them in the situation they find themselves in with their roster. So first of all, just from an eye test standpoint, you're like, I this player is very interesting to me. Like this is something new, and this is something that that I I want to think about a little bit. And my first thought was. Uh, the market that you brought up with him, which was six man of the year. And I think there's like a really strong bull case, just like that he's 50. And if he does this every night, he won't be 50. Like that's, that's an easy case to make. Right. And then you, you can obviously, you can poke a lot of holes in it and maybe none of them happen. You go the trade deadlines and you know, about a week or two, what are the warriors going to do? 
are they really going to go into the second half of the season starting Andrew Wiggins every game when who, who to be fair, makes a lot more money than Jonathan Kaminga, and you typically don't bring guys like that off the bench? like Or like they need to get this guy in the starting lineup. Like This needs to happen. This needed to happen yesterday. They actually need to cl- trade Clay Thompson, but they're probably not going to do that. Like They need to clear a lot of this, and they need to give this guy a lot of run because he's really good. Are they going to do that? And if they do then all of these bets are dead because he's going to start and he's not six man of the year. He's just like a really good player who's going to start. And if they don't and they do nothing and they like force him to continue to come off the bench, that's when it starts to get a little more interesting. So it's kind of like, what do they do with the trade deadline? Are they really, usually you have a player this good. You, you don't bring him off the bench when you see this for like five games. You don't, you don't do that. Um, are they really going to do that? I'm skeptical but like, I mean, if he plays off the bench for 40 games, like what we saw last night, it's going to get really interesting. And then the other part of this from a six man standpoint is team success is so important. Them, if Curry makes the shot at the end, two things happen. One, he gets jammed to win clutch player of the year and Kaminga gets jammed even more to win six man of the year. And it just, that's the way the ball bounces. You know, like they lose four under. I mean, just like that's not a team that this award ever comes from. So you've got all these moving pieces here where like, how good is the team going to be? How What is his role going to be? Are they going to do something at the trade deadline? But just there aren't a lot of players in the league right now who are like new and interesting. There are plenty of really good players, but they've been good. We've seen it for like four months. This is something new and it's really interesting. So like sixth man was my first thought. There are a couple other things. It's just it's it's appealing because of the price i just there are so many ways it goes wrong and i hope that doesn't happen i hope you win your bets i just i don't know if this is like the i'm so excited about it or i just i kind of wanted to see where it goes yeah i think that's i think it's think it's really fair and it's pretty amazing like all the reports that had come out recently about Kaminga and like his like thoughts on Steve Kerr and like that we've gotten to this point now is just like more crazy. crazy. <laughs> what did call call champs up? Hey, it's uh, it's Jonathan Kaminga. I hate Steve Kerr. <laughs> like, like close, oh, no. like sources close to Jonathan Kaminga, aka yeah. Jonathan Kaminga saying Jay he hates Kaminga. that coach. Right. Um, yeah, right. For just for people that don't know, um, if the season ended today. The Warriors are not even in the play-in tournament. They're two yep. games out of the play-in tournament. So like, they're not even one of the top 10 seeds in the Western Conference right now. So we'll see where, where Golden State goes from here. Um, Ken, anything else for you last night in the NBA or the NHL where you could talk about like the Knicks, um, if not? I uh, I also thought about with Kaminga. Um, I did for a split second add, wonder if I should like contact live support for sports books to have him <laughs> added to most to have him added to most improved player where he's Ooh. not currently listed did you and i no and i don't think i want to bet it i just uh but i did think about it for a little bit and this is a market for people who haven't followed this award very closely this is one of the dumber ones that we have in all sports uh it doesn't go to sometimes the player that you'd think it would go to it tends to be like a not it's a participation award is not the right way to put it. It tends to go to like a lesser player who just really improves a lot and gets close to an all-star level. They don't have to make the all-star team. They just have to get kind of like at that level by the end of the season. And if they do that, and especially if they come from nothing, if they come from being irrelevant to doing that, then that's the type of guy you kind of want to focus on. Um, 
it's really not like a star that becomes a superstar. We've had a lot of examples of that where the guy hasn't won. John Morant is the one that kind of bridges both. He made a huge leap and went from star to superstar. But when he won that a few years ago, LeBron essentially scolded the media for doing it and said that they should start going back to what it used to be, which is like a mediocre player that becomes really good. That's part of the culture that created Lowry Markin and winning over SGA last year. And, and Ja like campaigned LeBron for Desmond Bain right that year like yes. Ja held press conference he was like don't vote for me for this award vote right. for my teammate Desmond Bain I'm too good <laughs> I, I don't want this it's like, and now watch to, like, me wave around this gun sucker <laughs> right right yeah it's like don't give it to Desmond Bain because I'm about to break a lot of laws because <laughs> that's gonna happen so it's like all right that's okay you got it buddy give it to Desmond um, Bain yeah. or die or die right yes <laughs> I just, uh, it's funny because when we do clutch player of the year, like at the end of the season, when we have more information, I think you're going to see the same dynamic where you have all these star players that could win and they might, they're going to be like, I don't, I don't want this thing. The hell do I want this award for? De'Aaron Fox won last year. He's really good. He's also like the 16th best player in the NBA. And like they're, they might want to give it to like the second best player in the NBA. Is that guy, is that going to work? Do people want to do that? So anyway, with most improved the case for Kaminga is like, he's a very traditional out of nowhere winner. Like he's kind of like marketing ish or, you know, like some of the other guys that have won historically where it's, I mean, Pascal Siakam won this award when nobody knew who he was. And then he, you know, went to 17 points per game and it's like, Whoa, like you, you win. Like, this was crazy that you improved this much. If Kaminga does, it's not interesting now, but it's like, look, he's doing this now every night. And if he does 40 more games of this, it's going to equal something <laughs> like something's going to happen and either he's going to start or they're going to trade guys or whatever. They're going to start getting being some record. God forbid the team ever won some games. I mean, they really start to get some recognition. His problem is like, again, there are tons of barriers to this happening and being consistent and the team is bad and he's not like at it. Like even as great as the last five games are, like, he's not an all-star. Like, that's not what this is. He's just a guy who became relevant and became, like, a contributor and maybe, like, a secondary scorer. Honestly, if he got his own team, he'd probably go nuts statistically on a bad team and they would not win a lot of games. Maybe he needs to do that to, like, really be good. I just... He's just really... I find myself constantly... I go to all these word markets and I just constantly just kind of go, like, what am I... Kind of like Halliburton at the start. Like, what am I doing with this guy? Like everyone I think is going to start really liking him and wanting to acknowledge that he's making this leap. Does that mean he wins an award? And I, I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea, but I do think he's like day to day. Like you got to like, how is he doing? What's the team saying? Are they doing something at the trade that like, you got to be on this stuff. Cause if, it, if you get the right run out here and you get the right order of moves and he's going to like be in a certain role or whatever, then, and he's somebody you might want to be on again in the second half of the season. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday. Our bets for Championship Sunday in the NFL coming up in a little bit. But talking a whole bunch of NBA topics off of last night's game, like a little most improved player now with uh, with Jonathan Kaminga and his uh, 31 points last night. So I look at this market, right, at most improved player, and I have it up right now from BetMGM. There are some, like, I don't know, like really awesome candidates here. Like Kobe White's 12-1. to 1. He's made a big-time leap. Maxie's the favorite and a huge favorite which makes sense, like he was having the best season of his career, and now he's like the Robin to Joel Embiid's Batman, and he's been awesome. Isn't, I don't know, like you're better with the stuff than me. Isn't like Shen Goon actually the best candidate here? 
Uh, he's the second choice in the market from the Rockets, uh, Shangun plus 275, who like, is, like throws up like a 28, like in like 13 every single night, basically for the Rockets. So his last three games, 30 and 10, 24 and 12, 37 and 14, 18 and 10, 19, 9, 19, 10. Like the guy's ridiculous. Last year averaged 14 points per game. Now he's at 22. Um, I'm not saying like he's as good as Maxi. I know they don't play the same position. Also, like, wasn't Maxi better than Shengun was, like, last year? I, I, I don't know. I just, like, kind of, like, I look at that market, and I'm like, isn't Shengun actually the best one here? Sure. Well, I think it's important to note, as I've said many times, but I'll say again, we don't know how anyone feels about this award, and it's almost February. Shengun could, not only could he be ahead right now, he could get every vote if he had a vote right now. We don't, even, we don't have any idea. He could get, he could, he could win unanimously. We wouldn't have a clue that that's where you we were listening, right temps? Right <laughs> let's fold this one in like you know Halliburton Kobe White whatever like you could take a poll maybe one of these guys gets 40 firsts how would you even know uh very few writers wrote about this award at the midseason point very few podcasts discuss it in detail those that do do so almost dismissively and like don't put effort in and that's not the content that I'm interested in because if they're going to be dismissive, then they're not going to tell me anything that I'm going to care about. And then at the end of the year, they're going to pick someone else because they will actually care at that point. And they maybe think it's too early. It's only halfway through the year. Like, I don't want to do this exercise. Seems like a miserable little way to live. But like, uh, but there are a few candidates aside from Maxi that are interesting, which just remind people Maxi has already averaged over 20 points a game for a season. Uh, no one has ever won this award the year before winning, averaging more than 20 points per game, which speaks to Nick's point that he may have been too good already. I would think about him not the same way, but he does share an attribute that SGA shared last year, which is like the question of, are they already too good to win this? Now, Maxi's like right on that line of maybe he's too good and maybe he's not. And it's like exactly 20 and he's really good this year. Like he's awesome and he's going to be an all-star. Um, so he's, kind of like maybe a really good candidate maybe not but again we have no poll how would we know how it's this is going to be one of those well how do voters feel about him not is he good everyone thinks he's good everyone thinks he took a leap forward how do voters feel about him which is just such a dumb but important question that needs to be answered i agree with you uh shengun is like the classic winner of the award he's the guy he's the guy who wins a lot of the time he started statistically in a range in all advanced metrics points per game everything that matters he started in a range that the winner always starts from and he is landing in a range that the winner always lands in and he's like a fringe all-star the west is so crowded he probably isn't gonna make it i think the way it's gonna shake out he might literally be like the last guy left off the roster but like that doesn't don't let that dissuade you the winner does not have to make the team that's not it's not predictive sometimes they make it and sometimes they don't are they playing at that level there's no question he's playing at that. He's being considered for the team. There's no question he's playing at that level. So it's it is it is very curious. And I, I guess it's kind of like, okay, you've got Shengun who's like an all-star. You've got Maxi who was almost an all-star. Now he's like probably not third team all NBA, but like he's like a really, really like a now a really good player, maybe a second best player on a title winning team. Is Kaminga going to like 17 points per game, 18 points per game from obscurity, from nothing? Do voters value that more than what these guys are doing? I don't think so, but I don't know. And I don't want to say with certainty it's one or the other until we let them speak. And so far, none of them are saying anything. So I do think it's at least possible, even with Shengun and Maxi, that this gets a little more interesting. How can we, like, uh, as a show, do, like, kind of like our own investigation into this? 
Like what? What? What's what's like? There are too the many play? voters for NBA, NFL. Like there's fifty. Like it's easy. NBA, there's 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 more than that. I forget the exact number. It's just tougher. I I mean I know who a lot of them are. Like I guess we could like call them. <laughs> Who's the? Uh, who would you yeah. say is like the um like the uh what's the word I'm looking for? The uh the mouthpiece. That's the word. Like the mouthpiece for everybody. Like Zach Lowe, probably. We, we got to get but Zach Lowe on the show. You know, well, and here's the funny thing. He gave up his vote because he hates the idea that his vote, like, determines money now for people. Like, his all-NBA determines whether you get, like, $100 million. He, like, didn't want that responsibility. So he still talks about this stuff all the time, but he actually doesn't vote anymore. Maybe that means, like, we should ask him these questions, then. I, uh, I think we need to get Zach Lowe on the show. Okay. And I think it needs to happen today. No, but but some point in the near the future, Rumble. it would be really great. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Zach, uh, Reigns or uh, or Rock, coming up next. Bets for Championship Sunday: Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, Niners.